like zoinks. Roro, really? All right, welcome to this week's episode of Dungeons and Dumb Shit. I'm your host, Bob. And I'm Billy. And if you couldn't tell from that, you know, thematic intro there, this week we're talking about Scooby Dooby Doo, the man Where himself, or the dog, however you want to think about it. Um, yeah, man, Scooby Doo, like childhood favorite, pretty much for us. What about what do you say? That's kind of an accurate statement. Oh, definitely for sure. Probably one of our top cartoons of all time. Oh, for sure. And of course, you know, I mean, it came out in 1969, so it wasn't like we were there at the beginning. But the reruns and some of the newer shows were uh, for sure our jam when we were kids. Um, and all the movies. Oh, yeah. Animated films. Even the real films are still solid. You know, uh, Matthew Willard is forever my, my dude. So, um, yeah, real quick, we'll give our normal rundown and then we'll get into the show. So, again, like I said, came out, first episode aired, uh, 9-13- 69 so what a couple days ago would have been the original air time yeah um it came from uh parent groups particularly one called action for children's television they began protesting all the excessive violence in saturday morning cartoon back in the day so like space ghost herculoids birdman all those shows they thought they were Birdman. Ooh, they thought they were way too violent for kids so um cbs and of course you know they with all this pressure canceled all those shows. So then they were left with these huge gaps in Saturday morning. So they wanted to go and come up with some idea. So of course that's where we got Archie. Archie was hugely popular. They had a song from Archie that was hit the charts. Well, you know how any TV executive is like, Hmm, that worked. Let's see if we can duplicate that and do it again. <laughs> so he reached out to Hannah Barbera, you know, Hannah and Barbera, two separate people, uh, William, Hannah, Joseph Barbera. And I said, Hey guys, I need something like Archie, but let's go with a mystery vibe. And they tried their own. Didn't work out. It was kind of a cheesy idea he had and they passed it on. Um, it went through a few different changes in the beginning, like, had the same idea, but originally it was about a band who solved mysteries when they weren't performing gigs. Just kind of Josie and the Pussycats kind of get kind of vibe, but sounds like Jabberjaw. Sort of, yeah, kind of. I'm sure that was the original idea. They just threw a shark in it later. Um, God, I love Jabberjaw. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, one of the guys who was the character designer. He, uh, he, he consulted someone who was a colleague who was a breeder of Great Danes, and that's where they kind of decided to go for a Great Dane for Scooby. Um, Excellent choice. Oh, for sure. A uh, little interesting tidbit, in case you didn't know this, the name for Scooby-Doo actually comes from Frank Sinatra's song, Strangers in the Night, that dooby-dooby-doo. Uh, Silverman was uh, flying on a red eye, and it came, he was listening to it, and it just – he was inspired so he decided to go all right well that's the song we're gonna go with uh and scooby dooby doo was born oh scoob so of course i mean if you've ever watched scooby doo you know there's hundreds of scooby doo shows not hundreds that's kind of an exaggeration but there's a lot um, hundreds of episodes hundreds of episodes i mean it's been on since 1969 its original run ran until 72 that show was called scooby doo where are you uh, followed up by the new Scooby-Doo movies in 72 that ran to about 74, I think, 73. It wasn't very long. It was only two seasons. But that's where you got all the guest stars like Don Knotts and Batman and Robin and Josie and the Pussycats and um, Mama Cass, freaking all these yeah. just crazy people from the time they fit to the show. Um, 76, 
CBS's license ran out. ABC scooped it up because it was Scooby Doo. Yeah, super uh, popular. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just it became a the kind of a standard. Then we got the Scooby Doo show, Scooby Doo All Star, Laugh Olympics, which is great. It's where you uh, we first found or where I first saw Dick Dastardly and Muttley. Um, not sure if they had any kind of pre. I love Muttley. Show oh, Muttley's great. Well, I know they were in wacky races, but yeah, I don't but know I'm, I'm pretty sure wacky so. races is during those Laugh Olympics, isn't it? It might be. It's around the same time period. I might be, sure. I might be mixing two shows, but anyway, around that time uh, was also when we got Scrappy Doo. Um, which we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, they had three different shows for Scrappy Doo and Scooby Doo. You had Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo, the Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo shorts, the new Scooby and Scrappy Doo show. And then we get into my one of my favorites, the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, and of course a pup named Scooby Doo. And then from '87 until like now, we had reruns, reboots, pretty much movies, theatrical films, uh, live action and animated. Uh, WB had them for. So from 87 to 02, it was just live actions, some animated movies, and then reruns, and that's it. Uh, 02 to 08, you had What's New Scooby-Doo and Shaggy and Scooby-Doo Get a Clue. And then uh, Cartoon Network picked up the license in 2010, and we got Scooby-Doo. Oh, they murdered it. Then they, they, the best, in my opinion. But uh, you got Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, Be Cool Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, and Guess Who. Um, and, of course, more movies, direct-to-video kind of films. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the rundown of, of, of old Scoobert-Doo, um, everyone's favorite Great Dane. I mean, really, there's no other Great Dane that's better than Scooby-Doo, really. I think he's the best. I mean, there's only a few, but they're not as good as Scooby-Doo. No, no, no. So let's, uh, let's get into it here. So out of all those series we talked about, um, what do you think is your favorite? There are quite a bit to choose from, that is for sure. And while I did like a whole lot of them, especially the original, uh, my favorite has to be the new Scooby-Doo movies, uh, just because of the cast, uh, all the extra guest stars from Don Knotts to Mama Cass to the Adams Family uh, to the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> it was hey. just great. It was, it was my favorite. Batman and Robin were on it. They sold it. And I think it was one of their earlier animated appearances. It was before Super Friends. So it was kind of like their backdoor pilot, like what we'd see now, um, you know, like how the flash was on green arrow or something backdoor yeah. pilot. And then all of a sudden, boom, super friends. It was, I mean, it was definitely fun. It was always a fun time Saturday morning getting to watch that. But if I did have to give it like an honorable mention, I would say a pup named Scooby Doo. Just oh, because yeah. I, I remember watching that one on Cartoon Network when they were kind of little kids. Um, I think they were elementary school level, but my favorite part was, Fred always blamed it on this other kid, and it was never that kid. And his name was Red Herring, which was just funny. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, all the time. I think it was Red Herring. I wasn't even there. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> I was never even there. <laughs> That's a good honorable mention. Um, let's see. For me, I think I kind of already hinted at it. It's 100% the 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Um, you know, not only, it was definitely a departure from the original lineup. You didn't have Fred or Velma. Uh, and the characters got kind of that update, but it was the first actual series to really get into supernatural um, villains, bad guys. You know, it was not, it was actual ghosts and, and monsters and demons and um, really kind of crazy stuff. It's kind of leads into why I personally feel like Scooby-Doo is like gateway horror for kids. You know, it was something that I watched and I was like, Oh man, this is crazy. Cause you know, older Scooby-Doo, it was always, you know, some jabroni, dude who was like oh i'm the bank manager or i own the farm next door and i just wanted to run you off and sell your land or yeah it was always just some dude 
you know, it's kind of one of those things that made you think that all adults were criminals pretty much. <laughs> it was like, yeah. okay, it's always going to be some crazy looking bad guy, but at the end of the day, they're tearing his mask off and it's a person, which actually I think is kind of cool. I think that's why I liked horror movies so much. I was never scared of them because in my mind, it was always just like a dude in a mask. You know what I mean? Like it was never like, yeah, we always kind of knew it was just scary. Yeah. Like at the end, like they might pull that dude's mask off. Like Chucky's just a little guy with a mask on. You know what I mean? Like it was always kind of that mindset, I guess for me. And of course, you know, the number one reason why you like that is Vincent Van Gogh. I mean, you literally had Vincent Price voicing a character based on him. He's a crazy warlock, you know, like B-movie actor. Well, that was kind of later on. But still, amazing stuff. Um, I loved it. That's the one that stands out the most to me, you know, from my childhood. You know, and it was one of the, you know, Scrappy was cool in there. I liked him. It was a good lineup with the way they worked. Um, you know, uh, Daphne got her little character update with her 80s hair and her, like, shoulder pad looking outfit. And uh Back shoulder pads. It's one of the few times that Shaggy is wearing a different outfit. He's actually wearing jeans and a red shirt, and not you know the the yeah. basically brown pants and green shirt that he wore since 1969. Um, so they ate easy to you know they updated a little bit. Not to go off on a different tangent, but I'm going to go on a different tangent. Imagine uh, on that. Uh, a funny thing about that is there's actually uh, a YouTube channel I watch called Film Theory. And they did a theory on there being uh, two universes in Scooby-Doo. And the reason that those, uh, they look different, like when Shaggy wears a red shirt, is because in that universe, monsters are real. Every time that monsters are actually real, Shaggy's usually wearing a red shirt. Huh. And the other ones, if he's wearing a green shirt, it's usually, a, you know, a, it's the guy, it's the banker, or the, the uncle of the house they're staying in or some crap. That's interesting. It's pretty interesting. You should check it out. I, yeah. I really like Film Theory. It's a pretty good YouTube channel. I want to say, like, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen Film Theory. Um, you know, but just a quick little thing, little tangent there, or to wreck your theory. In the new movie, Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the 13th Ghost, he's wearing the green shirt. Just saying. I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, they, they never caught the 13th Ghost. The show had 13 episodes, and then it ended. And then that was it. <laughs> it was like, ran oh. its course. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I have to say, though, like you, I do have an honorable mention. Uh, for sure, it's Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, the, the first Cartoon Network series. Uh, for me, that's probably the best modernization of a classic cartoon that still kept the feel of that cartoon. You know what I mean? Like for me, that was for sure Scooby-Doo. Um, yeah, they kept the dynamic with the gang, you know, the mystery machine, but it added such a depth to the backstory and where they live and you see their parents and like, and they're kind of like high school age. They're not grown up like they were in the other ones, like full adults. So they're still in high school some, for some of it. And it just really, I don't know. I liked it a whole lot. Um, I watched it with my kids, of course course you know i was like we're watching this new scooby-doo um and for me it was awesome it was good yeah i mean it's you know another one of those things i'm gonna add to my list of things i haven't seen yet but i've always heard good things about it i've heard a lot of people talk about it um and how just good it is you and my buddy uh font he talks about you know it was excellent scooby-doo it's definitely worth watching it's great 
I mean, I feel like the list, we're just going to make a whole running list. Maybe we'll post it for all of our listeners of all the things you've not actually seen. <laughs> like I'm a, I know. I'm a little embarrassed to say we're related. I don't even know right well, now. Well, there's, there's just so much Scooby-Doo. It's kind of hard to watch it all. Yeah, but there wasn't any real Scooby-Doo. I mean, yeah, it was okay. What's new and Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue? It was, man, it was all right. But, like, you didn't have anything really new since, like, 1987. Like, you had those two shows that were kind of In the okay. movies. And then, of course, you, different movies. You catch the movies on Cartoon Network every so often. Oh, yeah, like Zombie Island and, like, I mean, there's a hundred of them. It's like the Vampire's Curse and, like, oh, this one and that one. And, like, you're always going someplace crazy. But, I mean, there's another good one. What is your favorite animated one? Man, uh, I don't even the really know. Film. I probably have to say, I don't know. For me, dude, I honestly, I know it's kind of, I'm kind of beating it to death, but just the curse of the Thirteenth Ghost, man. Like, um, you know what? Actually, no, really, you just like that story. I do like that story, but that's a lie. The new Scooby Doo movie, the one's called Scoob, is my favorite animated. That's really good. Like the movie is really good. It the, is really good. The only thing about that that is that made me mad is that they did not pick Matthew Lillard to be Shaggy. Yeah, I know he was pretty upset about that. I saw he, on he is Shaggy. I mean, it's him and Casey Kasem, and that's. I it. mean, Will Forte did a good job. He did okay. But it's it's hard when you've only had two people ever do Shaggy. Yeah, here's the thing: you pick someone to be him live action, and then that dude was allowed to carry on and animated as well. And honestly, up until this movie came out, since Casey Kasem yeah, stopped, he he's, every time it's been him. Every TV show, every movie, even in like The Curse of the 13th Ghost, it's Matthew Lillard. And it's, it's been him the whole time. And to not pick him, that was kind of aggravated me. But for me, it's like a tie. Curse of the 13th Ghost because it culminates that whole story and then Vincent Van Gogh, Van Gogh was there. Yeah. Which, you know, you have Vincent Price, which is like, you know, freaking Vincent Price. Of course, it's not Vincent Price in the movie. It's Vincent Price in the show. But the character is based on Vincent Price. He also makes a cameo in Mystery Incorporated as their favorite oh, okay. B movie star. They go to his house and stuff. It's really funny. Um, but I mean, it's based on Vincent Price. I mean, you're talking about horror movies, especially classic horror movies. Vincent Price is your dad. Yeah, he's the he's, man. He's up there on the top. Of the, he's at the echelon. He is the mount, uh, the voice and the look and just that. All right, man. You know, you, okay, Vincent Price. But yeah, what about you? I mean, I'd probably have to pick Scoob too. I mean, it was so good. There was nothing I did not like about that movie. No, and, and it was good, and then it got great. I mean, the more they went, having uh, what's his name is Blue Falcon. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg as Blue Falcon was so good <laughs> as the son of the Blue Falcon. And then I was like, Brian, this is so funny. <laughs> it just gets better, and it gets better, and like Dynamite hates him, and then. Just knock it out of the park with my favorite ever is Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was pretty I good. love Captain Caveman. <laughs> I know. I was like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh my God, it's Captain Caveman. I was like, this movie just became <laughs> awesome. It was cool. I'd like to see more of that, honestly. I hope they make another one. Because in the, uh, in the, like, the end credits, there was like some cart, just like some stills of a cartoon. Mm. where they were showing like other people join like the blue falcon with him like helping out so you had like scooby and you had captain caveman uh i think adam ant was one of them oh that'd be cool Santa barbaric cartoon that's uh, real old school and, and there was an octopus i can't remember what he's from but i remember him and then uh jabberjaw which is another one of my favorites oh that'd be hilarious i want to see the grape ape 
Oh, and Grape Ape, he was in there too. I love Grape Ape. Grape Ape. I'm Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Grape Ape <laughs> and Jabberjaw, because I, I'd walk around doing that all the time. Just go, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I've been oh, called. Uh, stuff. I've been called Grape Ape so many times. Anytime I wear purple, I hear because I'm so giant. Like, oh, Grape Ape. I'm like, that's so original. I'm proud of you. Good job. Well, way to go. Well, speaking of all our favorites, what is your favorite Mystery Inc. character? Oh, man. Uh, that's super easy. 100%, 128% is Velma. <laughs> like, I'll go ahead and say the type of girls I'm into is 100% inspired by Velma. <laughs> like, I, don't know. I have like a weird little thing. I like really smart girls. I like girls that wear glasses. Um, I like the color orange on girls. I don't know, man. Uh, that's why my wife has orange hair, wears glasses, and she's really smart. I mean, but you know, it, uh, yeah, Velma is my number one dude. I mean, of course, Shaggy is my very close number two because he's funny. I mean, to be fair, but I mean, my and mine, mine would be Shaggy, but I'm sorry, I'll say it. I'll say it to everyone out there. If your favorite isn't Shaggy, Scooby, or Velma, you're wrong. <laughs> I think you nobody likes Fred and Daphne. I think you only added Velma on there because I said it was Velma. Well, Velma's still cool. Like Velma's the one that solves everything. She's the smart one. And I'll be honest, Fred, man. Fred and Daphne do nothing. Like Velma in uh in the movies, I'd holler at her. Be like, "What's up, girl?" Oh yeah, old girl from Freaks and Geeks. Yes. I uh I try to solve some mysteries with Velma. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm with you. Like Velma and uh, so who's yours? Is your Shaggy, I guess? Oh yeah, Shaggy's the best. I've always liked Shaggy. He's just real chill. I mean, he's definitely a stoner. But oh, hundred percent. I, like, I tend to gravitate towards those type of characters. Whoever, I like the real calm and uh, just kind of funny, chill characters. I don't know if he's calm and chill. He's literally scared of everything. I mean, except for that part. But he likes sandwiches. <laughs> he he does like sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> he likes excessive sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> all right so with that who's your favorite like supporting character like non um non-mystery ink character okay i have a feeling i probably know what yours is gonna be but i bet you could never guess what mine is don knots <laughs> close but kind of not close at all <laughs> the harlem globetrotters what do they that count was- that was by far my favorite episodes of the new Scooby-Doo movies was every time the Harlem Globetrotters was on. Loved it. It's pretty adequate. I, I mean, we... it was the only time we got to see the Harlem Globetrotters because it's not like they ever came really to Louisville that often. No. And if it did, we never went. I think I went one time when I was a kid. I have a memory of it, but it might have been a commercial. I don't remember. Heck, my childhood is <laughs> fuzzy. Um, I wanted to go so bad I created the only <laughs> I made it up. It's that happened. I swear it was vivid. Uh, you're probably right. Mine's pretty easy to guess. It's 100% Vincent Van Gogh. Like, oh yeah, I love that character. I like that he was a crazy warlock. And just like I said, like um, I feel like growing up I was like the test child. So mom let me watch like everything. Yeah. So like by the time I got to see, of course it came out and originally well, she won't admit to it. No, nah, now she acts like it never happened. Um, <laughs> but uh. I'm, I, I probably had watched it in 85, but from the, when I was old enough to actually remember it, I'd already seen some movies with Vincent Price in it, you know what I mean? So I knew who that was. And it was kind of like he was familiar to me. So watching some old Vincent Price, you know, uh, horror movies, you know, I can't just any random one, you know, uh, House on Haunted Hill, stuff like that. Um, 
like I knew that character already, you know what I mean? And that voice was familiar. And of course, like the thriller video was super huge. And when I was a kid, so it was like, Oh my God, it's Vincent Price. That dude's in thriller. I love Vincent Price. Holy crap. That's Vincent Price. You know, and it's so that, Edward yeah. Scissorhands dad. For real. He's everybody. Um, <laughs> he just looks like, even though he looks like a leading man, you know, that kind of like suave, like, Oh, Hey, look, um, he also super creepy. Exactly. Like he looks like a dude who would cut you up. And but there's also, a few people that are like that, like he, the old school actors like that. He'd rock that a smoking really jacket while he did it. And yeah, he, like Vincent, he, Vincent Price, Peter Cushing, Boris Karloff, just oh, for big sure. faces. I'd say they're definitely, because I mean, I'm sure they probably had films together, so they're definitely in that list of, I mean, honestly, we could do a whole episode on Vincent Price. He could get his own episode. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's mine. That's not bad. I figured it would be old Vincent. He's a good one, yeah. though. I mean, I know everything he's been in. I mean, he did those, and then he actually came back in Mystery. And, like, when I saw the episode of Mystery Incorporated, it was him. I was like, oh, it's Vincent Vackle. <laughs> and my kids were like, what, Dad? Why are you so excited? I'm like, you don't understand. You shut your face. You don't know. You don't know nothing. Shut your mouth when you talk to me. Now, I mean, to go a little bit back, uh, there was an audible mention I did want to add to my favorite animated Scooby-Doo film. Mm-hmm. And it came out in 2014. It's Scooby Doo WrestleMania Mystery. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> if you like not the only, old wrestling, not only was it just good in general, but if you love wrestling, it's even better. It's so good. And they actually made another one called Curse of the Speed Demon. I mean, they're both pretty good, but WrestleMania Mystery is so good. I mean, animated John Cena hanging out with Shaggy is great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's solid. I I had to agree with you on that. It's you really can't be beat. That one's pretty funny. Um, just having the wrestlers in it alone was super silly. Animated Vince McMahon, and a lot of them just recorded their own voice, like it was actually them. Yeah, I mean, why would you not do it? Um, there was a lot of good ones, man. A lot of the animated ones are solid. It's hard to see them all, but there's some pretty good ones. I have to give you. There's a lot of good ones. Oh, many. There yeah, which is which like- Ghost and. 30 uh, something oh yeah you could I mean, match like a crazy number one. zombie island I mean, of course is a popular one and i was kind of upset they only made like two of the live action because those were great too i thought so too they were solid like i mean as you know i said nobody really cares about fred and daphne but sarah michelle geller and freddie prince jr were fantastic they really were they're very believable as those characters I'm like oh hey okay okay and the effects in that movie were great like, to be just some cheesy Scooby-Doo, like, little kids movie, the special effects in that movie were fantastic. I like them, and this will lead into my next, our next little conversation. I like them because they made Scrappy-Doo's annoying ass a bad guy like he was a chump. So, what do you think? Scrappy-Doo, yay or nay? Okay. This is a pretty good one. I'm going to say yay. And I know I'm a very small portion of people that will say yay. Yeah. But... Growing up as a small child, I had no qualms with Scrappy-Doo. Now, he wasn't as cool as everyone else. He was that little annoying, uh, you know, little nephew, like, oh, Scooby, come on. And, you know, he had Napoleon syndrome for sure. Let me at him. Let me at him. Yeah. But uh, I always thought he was very comical. He was very funny. He's, he, I, mean, he was, I wouldn't say he was one of my favorites, but I, I didn't have any problems with him. I liked him. Oh, my God. He was so annoying. Like the only thing I give him a pass is because he's in the 13 ghosts. It's, it's Scooby, Shaggy, Scrappy, 
Daphne and uh, Lim Lam. Okay, or Flim Flam, rather. Cool. Okay, you're there. But it's, it's the whole the shtick of him, like, oh, let me at him, let me at him. I'm a tough guy. It, it got annoying after, like, two episodes. And then as an older brother, I was like, you remind me of my fucking little brother. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like them. <laughs> you're, on, you're on my last nerve. I'm going to need you to get out of my room, leave my stuff alone, and get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, and I'm totally a nay on Scrappy. Like, I, that's why I love the, the movie whenever he's the bad guy. And he's like, ah, and they're like, you're not even a kid. You just have a glandular problem. It was hilarious the way they played him in the movie. I thought it was just really like, funny. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was just it was funny. very fantastic, <laughs> which, which kind of goes into uh, the next question I wanted to ask you. It's the answer to mine. My favorite villain is Scrappy. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> in that movie, uh, I, I totally had forgotten that they made him the villain, but it was just so good that they made him so comical, like being the villain the whole time. And that's the fact that it was just, oh, you think it's this big, bad, crazy villain, and it's just Scrappy Dude. Inside like a human suit. Yeah, and he's just wearing like a robot suit. And then he absorbs all these souls and turns into this giant monster, and they got to fight him. Is great. That was pretty good. It was great. Oh, I, had to give I think that. They, they took him and they made it different. I like when they do, when a lot of stories do that. And a lot of people don't like when that happens, but I don't mind change. I mean, that's how things get better. I like what if stories a lot and theories. So I've never had any issue with that kind of things, but I love it. I love Scrappy Doo, my favorite villain. <laughs> oh man. I don't know if I can really, I don't know how to really get, get behind you on that, bud. <laughs> um, for me, Hundred percent is the spooky space kook. I love that dude. Oh, that's a good one. Giant blue robot, skull head floating around. Like the uh, the flash is red and black in there. It's kind of ominous. He had like glowing footprints and stuff. Um, and they've kind of rehashed him so many times. You know, he's in he's in one of the movies. Uh, yeah, he's in Mystery Incorporated. And uh, you know, it's funny. Of course, now back in the day, I didn't really know uh, about doctor who and stuff but like as an adult like i had a cool little like oh i see what you did there when the vasha narada were in uh doctor who you know in silence in the library and they're in the spacesuit has that weird blue skull you know and he's talking and i was like holy crap that's 100 the space kook straight up scooby <laughs> and i just loved it man you know what i mean he's one of those classics that was just from the original show uh he was real creepy you know i really like sci-fi stuff anyway you know we're big star wars nerds and stuff so it was like he had his little projected spaceship, you know, and it's, I'm like, it was just cool. You know, I liked it. I mean, it was great. There were so many uh, really good ones, too. On that show, there's so many good villains that Scooby-Doo had. Oh, dude, like a hundred and, it was like every episode was a good villain. Captain Cutler was another one of my favorites. The Creeper. Creeper's always a classic. Oh, yeah. The Creeper is, it's cool about the Creeper. A little kind of throwback um, in Mystery Incorporated. There's a kid in there that goes to school with them. It's like this little smart girl that is like supposedly the daughter of the Creeper, which is kind of cool. That's um, pretty cool. I like them doing throwbacks. I might be mixing two girls. There's some person in that show who's the daughter of the Creeper. I can't remember if it's her or the girl from the prominent episode. Either way, it's really cool. I'm like, oh, that's cool that you did that. You know, like they throw them back to their past without you know, showing it and rehashing it, you know what I mean? Which I thought was kind of a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. 
Yeah, I mean, I think out of all of them, he's my favorite. I also like the the creepy clown dude. Is just scary. Like if you're afraid of clowns, oh, yeah. that face will haunt your dreams. Terrifying forever. <laughs> he's just like that weird, like yeah, like it's, I don't know, like the kind of clown that takes kids in the shed. He's just weird. I don't know how I feel about it. And he had like no regard for human life. That episode was like pretty dark. I'd say that's probably my second. Um, I remember him just like giving no f's about human life. It was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go kill these kids or kill this person and move on with my life. I'm just like, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Don't even care. Don't even care. Another I'll little. I kill. I kill a child. Another kind of honorable mention is only because of D and D, and this ties into our show. Is that the the thirteenth ghost is Asmodeus? That's his name. Which yeah. I mean, he, he's like a he's already a, a character in hell, but that's also like the main person of hell in D and D. His name's Asmo- Asmodeus. So that was kind of cool tied together. Like he's like one of the main um, main bad guys in Avernus and all the other D and D ones. Uh, a lot of characters tie them saying they're like like related to him and stuff. Like actually, Matthew Lillard is funny. Matthew Lillard's D and D character is apparently the great 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 grandson of Asmodeus. He plays a tiefling. Oh, that's awesome! Which is just funny because you know you had to fight Asmodeus in a cartoon, but it's, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's my little honorable mentions for that. But yeah, man, um, yeah, freaking Scooby Doo, dude! Like I want to say, I hope it never ends. You know, I, I want them to stop making trash cartoons, like the newest yeah. one the newest two i mean i don't think it'll ever end it's one of those things like out of all the hannah barbera cartoons there's not one that's lasted longer like there's ones that have had you know like come and gone and come and gone like you know the flintstones made a resurgence in the 90s you had the jetsons try to make a comeback um, they've made a josie and the pussycats live action film like they've tried but nobody has the staying power that Scooby-Doo has. Oh, no. I think Scooby-Doo will be, even going back, it's still good stuff. Even though it's dated, you know, like the way they're dressed, you know, Shaggy and the Bell Bottoms and the kind of the themes, yeah. uh, especially um, your favorite there, uh, the new Scooby-Doo movies. Because a lot of people, the kids today would have no idea who they were. Uh, no. Maybe they would know the Adams Family. They'd know Batman and Robin. <laughs> that's about it you i mean, know yeah, I mean? some like, of them are so different like even like scooby-doo my kids know about scooby-doo because they saw a trailer for scoob yeah on, on youtube and they only know who uh the flintstones are because of fruity pebbles like that's it yeah i mean i, I make my kids watch scooby-doo if it's on we're watching it i'm like look guys you're watching this because like i said earlier i really feel like scooby-doo is like gateway horror you know what i mean like and not, and I think it teaches you a. It gives you that kind of family friendly peek into like that kind of a little bit scary, not really over the top, but also at the end kind of pulls the scariness away. And so you're not like having people who are peeing their pants when they see a horror movie or screaming in the theater. It's like you know what you never watched Scooby Doo as a kid because that's just gonna be a dude in a mask. You know what I mean? Like I only think it was a for me. And so why I wanted to do it during this lead up to halloween you know october that we're doing um i think it just fit man they're always after some crazy bad guy like some monster or some creature and you know shaggy and scooby are always think it's a real creature or a real ghost and they're always scared uh between eating scooby snacks and sandwiches and of course you know velma's like well actually it's probably a dude in a mask and then fred's busting out some yeah. room, room goldberg type traps 
that are ridiculous yeah. all the time. If we do this and tie it to this and put this over here, then it should work. Yeah, it's like it's a trap. And that's something too funny about Mr. Incorporated that he's constantly obsessed with traps. And like it's obvious that Daphne's like, Why don't you just love me? And he's like, But my trap monthly came today. And he's all about his traps and it's just funny. It's a running <laughs> gag, you know, and um they've done cool, cool to make Daphne like not the damsel in distress. Like she knows like martial arts and stuff and the newer ones, you know, and it's like, okay, I see what you did there. Um and it's just cool, man. You know, it's it's cool. It's about a boy and his dog and his buddies just out solving crimes, which I think is pretty neat, you know. Um, doing stuff that as a kid you'd never think to do, but like once you watched it, it lets you go out and like, I could do that too. And I think it just really fed into that imagination. And for me, really that and of course our mom having like no filter when I was a kid just fed into me watching all kinds of other crazy horror movies, man. Like, oh, I love Scooby-Doo, so let's go and watch like Cowardly, the, you know, courage the cowardly dog was like oh yeah that's ooh, that was creepy as hell super creepy but it was like the next dog related like you know what i mean like shows like that they teach kids how to not not necessarily comprehend but how to digest horror you yeah. know what i mean and to not be like where it's so oh my god this is so terrible they killed that person it kind of gives you that 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 three thousand foot view of this is not real you know what I mean? And that's what it did for me. Like, this is not real. It's not anything I have to be concerned, scared about or concerned about. Um, it's just, it is what it is. It's, it's entertainment. And I think that's yeah. really cool. It's just people in costumes telling yeah. a story. For sure. hundred percent. All right, man. Um, that's really all I had for this one. You know, I really wanted to just kind of go over the, the origins of Scooby-Doo, what we thought about it. Anything you want to add this week? Show our love for the Scooby. The I will Scooser. say this. You know, I remember going to, uh, was it Universal? I think Universal Studios. No, it wasn't. It was Kings Island. Kings Island used to have Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters. Mm -hmm. as mascots running around and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. I always thought that was so cool. It was one of my favorite things about going there when we were little. But, you know, Universal has their Halloween Horror Nights. I want to see that with Scooby-Doo. That'd be cool. I want to see a full-on Halloween-themed like amusement park where they just do Scooby-Doo. I want to say Kings Island used to do that. Like we were kids around that time of year. Like I really feel like that was like a real that thing. Would be so great. I love me some Scooby-Doo. Anyway, well, I guess uh, with that we'll wrap it up. Big thanks to Joe Ruby and Ken Spears who created the original series. Uh, you know, they kind of created some really iconic. Um, characters who i don't think will, will ever go away i think they stand the test of time it's already been proven yeah. you know um came out forever ago you know what i mean and like it's never been a problem decades i mean 69 it's way older than me uh you know it's uh i want to say it's not much it's a little bit younger than our parents at this rate um i think our mom was eight when scooby-doo came up so i think it's cool that something our mom grew up with uh, that we she probably got us into it you know because mom was all about horror movies when we were kids and uh just passed it on me and then we could do the same thing with our kids it's one of those generational things that's really cool um as long as new movies like scoob keep coming out new shows that are decent keep coming out um like I, said, I think be cool scooby-doo is terrible that new animation style i hate it like mr incorporated was so good and then they it just looks like some like american dad freaking family guy reject art this is crap i hate it um my opinion but <laughs> i haven't seen that one yet either 
don't like it, don't care. I, I refuse to watch it. As soon as they pop the art, the first little stills, I was like, you're going from Mr. Incorporated to this trash? What the hell is this? And I never <laughs> watched it. I don't care. The stories could be gold. They look stupid. Huh? It's just it's dumb. They're all big, boggly, big, goggly, and googly eye kind of looking characters. Like, it looks oh, like yeah. some American Dad reject nonsense. Like, like how South Park made the Canadians look. It's just trash. Just trash. Yeah. I hate it. They all look like big mouth or something. Just ridiculous. It's real stupid. But all right, man. Well, I guess that's our episode on those meddling kids. You know, everybody's favorite uh, mystery solving, hippie drive, van riding meddling sandwich children eating. sandwich destroy it what do you mean definitely definitely all on drugs uh i don't know about fred but and daphne they seem pretty straight laced but like and Velma's wow. just a big nerd but scooby and shaggy handling business real quick <laughs> before they're we all end, eating edibles we before know. we end we've got to touch talk about <laughs> when they spoofed them and jay and silent bob <laughs> Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they're yeah. all high in the car and like, <laughs> talk about the red rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. This is so ridiculous and stupid, but great at the same time. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, that was my little tangent. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody, check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. I don't think we're in most major podcast providers at this point yeah just um, about anywhere you can think of we're probably on it yeah getting the name out there getting the getting the getting the lulls and the likes and the negative comments whatever but yeah man get I on there i ain't heard none yet no i haven't either but sometimes i think people are too afraid to tell me negative things hey I, it's all been positive the only thing i've been told is i talk a lot and you don't talk enough well, you're that's it I am a talker. I know a lot about a lot of things. I'm like, uh, I'm like Tyron Lannister. Like, I don't drink. It's like I play video games and I know stuff. That's like I know thing. stuff. Um, so yeah, man, I know you, stuff and I may be on the spectrum. Maybe, maybe a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. You got to touch the Asperger's. It's not okay. Just a touch. Just a touch. Uh, we're gonna get a terrible like for that comment. <laughs> All right, guys, leave us a like or review. Don't. Ignore what we just said. Leave us a positive review if you can. Uh, you know, five star reviews would be awesome. Keeps us up on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, um, give us if a you follow, subscribe, wherever. If we deserve it, you know, comment on our Facebook posts. Um, stuff you want to hear, ideas you have, jump on our Facebook page. Just search out Dungeons and Dumb Shit. Throw us some ideas. If you guys want us to cover a topic, um, you know, after Halloween season, we'll jump on it. We'll talk about. It. I'm sure it's something we've probably seen or know something about. And we're always open to suggestions. We like to hear what other people are saying. We'd always. like to hear what you're saying, what you think. Always, always. Um, yeah, just a little quick, you know, look forward to the rest of the month. We're going to have a lot of special guests, a lot of fun episodes. It's going to be a really good time. Very and, uh, spooky Halloween themes. <laughs> and uh, as always, a big special thanks to Belushi Speedball for the use of their song, The Bleeps, The Sweeps, and The Creeps from their album, Speedball 3, another EP. Um, always grateful to those guys great band check them out they have a show this saturday so if you are listening to this and in the Louisville area check them out it's actually at a drive-in it's supposed to be awesome all right guys well that's the show we'll see you next time we will see you next time tune in next week same dumb time same dumb shit <laughs>